0: Section 1 Sales Funnel Secrets. I had just gotten married earlier that year, which meant I was one of just two married guys on the Boise State wrestling team. It was spring break, and all of our friends had jumped into their cars to make the six hour drive to Vegas to celebrate. But Nate Plone and I were stuck at home because of the beautiful women we had married earlier that year who were working hard to support their jobless wrestling husbands. I was a sophomore, and I had been studying marketing and learning about how to sell things online. By that point, almost everything I tried had failed. I tried selling things on eBay, but never made enough profit to even cover my shipping and listing fees. I then tried drop shipping and selling things on Craigslist. And eventually, I tried becoming an affiliate selling other people's products online. Yet nothing I tried seemed to work. By the third day of spring break, Nate and I were bored. We needed a project, something fun to do while we were waiting for our wives to get home from their jobs. And that's when Nate had the idea. Hey, Russell, do you want to try to make a potato gun? He asked. I had heard of a potato gun before, but I've never actually seen one. He told me you could make them by gluing PVC pipes together. When they're dry, you jam a potato down the barrel, spray hairspray into the chamber, create a little spark, and shoot them a few hundred yards. I was so excited I could barely contain myself. There was only one problem. We didn't know how to make one. So we found some websites that had free potato gun plans. During our research, we found out a bunch of interesting things. We learned that you have to have the correct barrel to chamber volume ratio or your potatoes won't shoot very far. We found out the right propellants to use, the correct pressure for the pipes, and lots of other important details. We also learned how to keep ourselves safe, meaning which types of pipes and propellants would blow up and which ones wouldn't. It didn't take long before we knew a lot about potato guns. Armed with this information, we were ready to make our first gun. We went to Home Depot and bought the things we needed, including pipes glue and barbecue igniters. We spent the next few days making the gun and when it was finished, we found a secluded location and started shooting it. We had one of the best times of our lives. It was so much fun. We spent the rest of that week making more guns, trying out other plans, and even creating some designs of our own. During that week, we learned more about potato guns than 95% of the world would ever know. In fact, you might say we became experts. The next Monday, when school started back up, I remember sitting in a finance class wishing I was out shooting potato guns, and then I had a flash of inspiration. I thought, has anyone else besides me searched for information on how to make potato gun plans? Online, you can find websites that will tell you how many searches in Google are happening each month. So I went to one of those websites, typed in the keyword potato gun, and found out there were over 18,000 people that month that had searched for the phrase potato gun. At that time, there were no products, no paid plans, and no other experts out there teaching people about potato guns. There was a lot of free stuff, but nothing for sale. It occurred to me that this was my chance. This was my opportunity to become an expert in potato guns and to sell my advice. I figured I knew about as much as any other potato gun expert out there, so all I needed to do was create a product and sell it. I called Nate and convinced him to help me record a demo of us making potato guns. We borrowed a little video camera and drove up to Home Depot to start filming our first product. When we got there and started filming, someone asked us what we were doing. We told them we were recording a video about making potato guns. Apparently, Home Depot didn't want that type of liability, so they threw us out. Then we drove to another Home Depot in town, and this time we went in stealth mode. I hid the camera under my jacket, then pulled it out and started recording what we were buying as we picked up the supplies. We returned home and filmed ourselves assembling the guns. We described each step as we did it, shared the secret barrel-to-chamber volume ratios we discovered, told them about our favorite propellants, and instructed them on how to keep safe. Eventually, we had a video explaining the whole process. Then we turned our homemade video into a DVD to sell online. I remember being so excited that I was going to have my own product selling online. We burned a bunch of copies of our new DVD... Got my website set up, added an add to cart button, connected it to a shopping cart, and then went to Google to start buying ads. At first, it was easy, almost too easy. I told Google at any time someone typed in potato gun or spud gun or potato gun plans to show my ad, and then they would charge me on average about 25 cents every time somebody would click on my ad. On an average day, I would spend about $10 on ads, and from those $10, I would average about one cell of our DVD per day. When you do the quick math, I was averaging about $27 per day in profit for my little potato gun website. Not bad for a couple of college wrestlers, but then it happened. I didn't understand at the time, but I experienced the first Google slap, where Google decided literally overnight to change everything. I woke up one morning to find out that my cost went from $0.25 to almost $3 per click. I was sick to my stomach knowing that if this stayed the same, I would be out of business in just a few days. By the end of the week, I started looking at the damage. The stats showed me that it was now costing me about $50 per day in ads to sell one DVD per day. I was devastated. I turned off the ads that morning thinking that I had missed the opportunity of the internet. It was no longer for little guys like me. I spent the next few weeks feeling sorry for myself. And then one day I got a call from one of my friends, Mike Filsaime. He had a similar business to mine, selling information products online. Hey man, have you recovered from the slap yet? He asked. No, I turned off all my ads. I'm not sure what to do now, I responded. I could then hear him smiling on the other end of the line. Dude, we figured it out. I know how to make your ads work again. What? How? I asked. Well, did you know that when you go to McDonald's, they spend $1. ninety-one in advertising to get people into the drive-thru? That means that when they sell you a burger for $2.09, they only make $0.18. Cents. No, I responded. But what does that have to do with my website? Well, after you order your burger, they have their cashiers ask this magic question. Do you want fries and a Coke with that? They charge $1.77 more for this upsell, but they make, and more importantly, they keep $1.32 profit from everyone who takes this upsell. That's eight times the profit of the initial sell. I could tell that he was excited, but I still didn't understand what this had to do with me. He went on to tell me that after he got hit with the Google Slap, he decided he needed to have his own upsells like McDonald's. His ad costs had gone up, so if he could get his profits to go up eight times, then he could still buy ads and be profitable. He showed me a few of his sites, and he set them up in a way that I'd never seen before. After someone purchased one of his products, the next page had an upsell page where he made people a special one-time offer, or OTO, asking them to upgrade their order. He told me that one out of three people who saw this upsell offer were buying it and because he was making so much more money from each sale, he was now able to turn his ads back on. I could barely control my excitement but but wait, what would I sell for my OTO? I asked. I only have a potato gun DVD. Well, what other value could you give them, Russell he asked. After they have the DVD, what else could you do to serve them? After thinking for a minute, I said, well, the biggest complaint I get from my customers is that they have to go and they buy the pipes and the barbecue igniters and all the supplies to make the guns. Yes, he shouted, that's perfect. After they buy your DVD, then make them a special offer to have you ship them a kit with everything they need to make their potato guns. After I got off the call, I searched online for someone who was selling potato gun kits. Eventually, I found someone in northern Idaho who made these kits, and I set up a partnership with them where they shipped out the kits I sold online. I then added this one simple upsell page to my sales process, turned back on the ads, and what happened next changed everything for me. Google kept charging me $50 a day in ads, but now one out of three people started to buy the upsell for a $197 potato gun kit. That means I made an extra $65 on average for each person who purchased a DVD from me. I was now spending $50 a day on ads, but because I generated an average of $102 in revenue from each order, I was able to make a $52 profit on each DVD that I sold. I was making more money than before the Google Slap had ever happened. Without even knowing it, I had built my very first sales funnel, and by doing it, I was able to do two amazing things. First, give my customers a better experience. By making the special offer for the potato gun kits, I was able to serve them at a much higher level than I had before. And second, I spent more money to acquire a customer. Even when spending $3 or more per click, I was able to remain profitable. Although I didn't have any competitors in the potato gun market, I had learned a valuable principle. Dan Kennedy said it best. Ultimately, the business that can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. A business beats its competition by making the same prospect worth more to his business than to that of his competition. Because each of my customers was worth more, I could spend more to get those customers. Anyone else who was in that market with me would have gone out of business with the increased cost in ads, but I was able to flourish and take all the traffic for myself. After seeing how the Simple Funnel changed my business overnight, I knew that I could apply it to any company and dramatically increase how much money they would make from each of their customers. I became slightly obsessed and started launching funnels in dozens of different industries. I had funnels selling speed reading courses, baby sign language books, couponing classes, dating courses, supplements, physical products, weight loss training, network marketing, apps, and more. During this time, we were innovating and trying to come up with crazy ideas for other types of funnels besides the basic one I just showed you. We tested hundreds of ideas and found dozens of types of funnels that can be used for different situations. In section two, I will show you the main 10 funnels that I use daily in my companies and the companies I consult. Each one has a different purpose for acquiring customers, ascending them, and monetizing them, and using each can help you to geometrically grow your company. Outside of my own companies, I started to share these funnels with other types of businesses in every category you can dream of, from information to physical product sellers to service-based businesses, including local brick-and-mortar style companies. People often ask me, Russell, does my business need a funnel? To which I always respond, only if your company needs leads or sales. If you want to generate leads, there are funnels for that. If you want to sell a product, there are funnels for that. Funnels will grow any company. Your goal is to figure out which funnels are right for your specific situation. Most people start with one funnel to acquire new customers and then build other funnels to help them make more money on autopilot from each new lead they get. What is a sales funnel? The question I get asked daily is, what is a sales funnel? And no matter how hard I try, I've never been able to figure out a one sentence answer that quickly describes it. The thing that I've found to be most helpful is to contrast a funnel with a website. Many people think that they're the same thing, but when you see them side by side, it quickly becomes apparent why a funnel is superior. When websites first came into existence, people didn't really know what they were or how they were supposed to use them. There was little strategy involved, and the people who were selling the websites to business owners, the designers, just wanted to make something that looked pretty and made the owner of the business feel good about themselves. Because of that, most websites for the first decade or two of the internet looked a lot like glorified brochures. They looked awesome and had links to everything that the business could potentially do for a customer. The problem was there was no strategy or process behind the website. It was similar to hiring a salesperson, having them stand outside your store and hand out brochures to people who were walking by, with the only sales strategy being the hope that they look at the brochure, find something they liked, and then come back in to buy something. If I had a salesperson who just handed out brochures and only waited for people to come and buy, I'd fire them immediately. Yet, this is what most people are doing with a website. One of the fundamental rules of marketing is that a confused mind always says no. Most websites have so many buttons, so many calls to action, so many menus leading to hundreds of different pages that the only thing the website really does is confuse people. A funnel, on the other hand, is created to be simple. From the outside, it may look like a website, but you'll notice that each page and each step only has one call to action. There is strategy behind what page someone sees first and then the journey you take them on. It's similar to hiring the best salesperson, putting them outside your store, and when each person walks by, they ask them for their name and their contact information. After they have that, then they ask the person what it is they're looking for. When they find out, they take the person into the store, bypassing the dozen things that could distract them and help them find the exact thing they're looking for. After the salesperson gives them exactly what they're looking for, then they can upsell them on other products or services that perfectly complement the original purchase and will help serve the customer at a higher level. When a salesperson takes someone through a funnel like this, two things happen. First, the customer has a better user experience. They aren't confused and they can find exactly what they're looking for. And second, you as the store owner actually make more money. Because you don't confuse your customers, you upsell them on the right things that will help them on their journey. That same process is what happens in a funnel. I take someone to a page that only has one goal, to get their name and their contact information. From there, I take those people who have become leads into a sales process to sell the one product or service they are looking for. After they make that purchase, I help to customize the order for them through an upsell process. And later, I use other funnels to help send those customers to the other things I have to sell. Each type of funnel that you will learn about in this book will do this in a different way, but the process is always the same. Each page is simple, has a hook that will grab your attention, tells a story to create value, and makes you an offer that will move you to the next page of the funnel. The Secret Formula. Now that you understand the basics behind what a funnel is, I want to walk you through a framework that I call The Secret Formula. Inside each of the chapters in Section 1, I'm going to go deeper into each piece of this process, but I want to introduce it to you now so you know where we're heading in the section. The Secret Formula asks four simple questions that serve as the guide for everything we'll be doing inside this book. Question number one, who is your dream customer? If you could pick your dream customer, the type of person who would make you wake up every morning on fire because you're so excited to work with them, what would they look like? The better you can identify this person, the easier it will be for you to find them. Question number two, where are they congregating? After we know who we are looking for, the next step is to find out where they are hiding. Where are they spending their time online? When I can identify exactly where they are online, getting them into my funnels becomes easy. Question number three, what is the bait that you can use to attract them to you? Now that I know where they are, my job is to throw out hooks to grab their attention. After I have their attention, I tell them a story to build a relationship and increase the perceived value of what I have to offer, and then I need to make them an actual offer to get them into my world. Question number four, what is the unique result that you can create for them? After they have come into my world, what other things can I do to help give them the results they're looking for? People don't come to you because they want your product. They come to you because they want a specific result. So what is the process you will take them through to give them more value so you can serve them at a higher level and give them a result that will truly change their life? Those four simple questions will not only be the framework for section one, but everything else you learn inside this book will fit somewhere inside of that structure. These are the same four questions I ask anyone who hires me for a personal consultation. At the time of this writing, companies pay me $100,000 per day to help them understand and implement this formula, as well as the funnels and scripts that move people through the value ladder. Now, while I know you didn't pay anywhere near that to learn this information and go through this process, I recommend you treat this and all the exercises in this book as if you did invest the full amount. If you do, you will get a lot more out of the process I'm going to take you through. And this book will become like a private $100,000 consultation with me. Let me now walk you deeper through this process that we call the secret formula.